0: Hello to the good people, welcome to Tough Podcast, Ultimate Football Fan Podcast, our Charged Up Chargers show, Sugarfree Lucas here
1: with my guy, Sports Guy David. How you doing, David? Good to be here. I haven't been in a Charger podcast in a while. Uh, it's been like two episodes, but I'm, I couldn't miss three, I couldn't miss three in a row. I am back um, here with my boy Lucas. And you know what? Sometimes when you're down, feeling down, uh, you have headaches, you're sore from working out us here at tough podcast tough chargers tough fantasy use pro noia it's like paranoid but not it gets it, it really does I be like having hangovers put it on my big ass forehead it'll be good to go thc free cbd there's a cream a sports cream and then there's a normal cream this is more for the um, workout i mean you use it too lucas man it's it's like really good and you can also follow them on instagram pro noia cbd uh p-r-o-n-o-i-a cbd and they post a bunch of like um, really cool, like, recipes you can make, um, like, food-wise. It's just a lot of cool stuff. TikTok, all that fun stuff. Pro, Noya, use, um, keyword is tough25. For um, uh, I believe it's
0: just tough. Uh, it's, in the, it's in the description.
1: Yeah, use tough um, and get 25% off uh, your order. So go check them out. Uh, really do relaxing. And for you Eagle fans listening, I know you guys can definitely use some of this. Um, really good stuff, good product. I'm, like, halfway through this bottle. There you go, ad.
0: Yep, and they also have gummies too. So
1: oh yeah, they have yeah. a bunch of cool shit, dude. Like and like I'm telling you, their Instagram, like they post all these cool videos and like cool recipes. I'm making like I seen this one, they're making like nuts, like CBD induced nuts, <laughs> or something like it looked really good. So go ahead and check them out, um, buddies from Lucas and uh, our partnership ad. So there you guys have it. Now moving on to this game, bro. And first of all, I just want to say I predicted it right. I said oh, yeah, you 27, did. 24, but I, I, I just had a feeling it's going to come down to that. And I cannot remember the last time we had a, a kicking situation go our way. So I was extremely nervous. I put my live reaction on Instagram. Like I had to like, I, like my eyes were closed. I had sunglasses on my eyes were closed. I didn't even want to watch it. And then I heard everyone cheering, waited a couple seconds. So there's no flags, no nothing. And then I got to celebrate. Uh, we play uh bet is our uh, anthem song we play when we win. So I was glad to post uh, play that. We also I also posted my TikTok. I need to post on um, TikTok actually. I posted it on Instagram. I danced to "Let's Groove" by Earth, Wind, and Fire. So overall, I mean, there's a lot of things we could talk about. But well, that was my initial. It was just fun. We ended up getting really drunk. Went to Boston's and we got wild um, there. Made it home safe and sound. But uh, it was it, it was it was an intense game, and I'm glad we um, got the dub.
0: I agree with you, man. I I feel like I, I told you before the podcast. I'll expose myself. I thought a girl was coming to town to my to my apartment. So <laughs> I was over here cleaning up my apartment and stuff while watching the game. So I, I was multitasking. Sad news for me, I didn't the girl did not end up coming over. Pause. So, you know, very sad <laughs> day. But it, it was okay because the Chargers, you know, sitting atop at five and three. The AFC West is full of five team wins now. So that's kind of scary. But we have the Raiders and Chiefs playing next week. So that's good for um division wise. But we needed this win. We needed this win badly. I thought it was gonna. It was coming really close, to be honest. I mean, Jalen Hurts was making some plays, coming out of the pocket. Couldn't stop the run again. Nothing's new. But it feels good to squeeze out his victory. Um, we did have one missed extra point, but, you know, that field goal at the very end, it feels good to be on the good half of it. Oh, I think I, my prediction was right. I think uh, my my bold prediction was uh, we're going to win on the last second field goal. Was it? I think I said that, yes. I said that for, uh, for the bold prediction. So – I, we both got some predictions, right? I wish it was like a parlay it. for that.
1: <laughs> um, but- yeah. Last second field goal. I mean, it wasn't exactly last second. They had 30, like, or they had a couple seconds on the, on the clock. They did some shuffling. They fumbled, whatever. It was awesome. But a lot of things I did not like, and two of the things were almost bit us in the ass, was being too aggressive on fourth down and running it on every single second down besides, like, the last drive. It was it was driving me crazy how much times we run a second down second and two second and seven second and ten don't matter. We're running in I just thought it was too vanilla gave me little flashbacks of last year and Anthony Lynn's play calling I was like oh what what's going on um I think we realized we relied on the long ball too much and we had to do those dump down passes you know get back to the bases and Mike Williams finally we it's been it feels like we've been revered we've seen him do a big catch but Keenan Allen was locked in had a lot of receptions start him off early um like i said in the podcast i said gave this guy the ball started off early he was like three catches in the first drive also in the first drive um we went it and fourth down didn't work for us we could have got the three um if we would have lost i would have said that would have bit us in the ass but we came out with the dub but damn uh i just did I, are we being too aggressive i asked twitter uh, are we being too aggressive on fourth down it's like it's like a uh like Like, on Madden, you just go for a fourth down, no hesitation. Punters don't exist. Like, he's – I don't know Staley's trying to play this Madden-style of game. But it kind of bugged me. I was like, okay, like, let's just get the points when we can. It's early, you know. Let's just try to get the points we can. But I do like the aggressiveness, though. I I like it. But, like, sometimes I'm like, well, there has to be a balance. I don't know. What's your opinion on this fourth down? It bit us on the
0: ass one time. I mean, because even though we technically turned it over twice, that one drive where it was 98 yards, that first drive that we had, that we – didn't punch it in at the very end we forced them to punt immediately they went three and out, and then we had great field position and that led to a touchdown so that i mean i have no problem with that especially at the goal line uh but there is regression because daniel popper tweeted out the chargers in the last seven tries um going for on fourth down they're two for seven so actually you know teams are are ready for it um maybe it was just one of those things that you know no one's really seen an attack like this on fourth down aggressively by a first-year coach so you know, maybe that's one of the things that worked in Staley's favor when calling those plays. So I definitely agree with you. we got to get away from these vanilla runs like a Josh Kelly run. No, we got to get a little bit more creative, like especially on fourth down. That's your money play. And honestly, like I was thinking about this too. These fourth down plays and one of the clips in the all in episodes on the Chargers YouTube channel was Staley saying, you know, fourth down is third down to us. But at the same time, that maybe has played into the into the lack of efficiency on first and second down like the lack of good plays on first and second down and leading to these long third downs so maybe there needs to be a little bit of a uh, of a, a check their inventory check a strategic check and say hey you know we'd love to go for a fourth down but that has allowed us to be a little bit complacent on the earlier downs i, I like the fact that the Chargers uh, didn't punt the ball at all uh, in this game so I, the fact that we got a lot of scoring drives is, is good, and and to be five and three is good. I feel like I just haven't learned anything new yet from this team, uh, other than, and then you know Herbert is that guy, and as long as he has protection, then he'll be fine. And that's a, that's a, the surprising thing too. We were worried about Fletcher Cox and and the uh, Eagles disrupting the Chargers on the offensive line, and you know what? You gotta give shout out to like Schofield and Storm Norton because we Herbert didn't get sacked one time. So I mean that's one thing that if Herbert doesn't get sacked, it's it's a clean game, and maybe that's a thing that um they cleaned up a lot and they they focused. I feel like the Eagles did not blitz that much, uh. But if they would have, maybe it could have been a different game. But the fact that they didn't and the Chargers were able to come out with a victory, I mean, I think that's a that spells a lot of momentum going forward. You know, we need we needed this.
1: Yeah, um, like you said, inventory check. I mean, make smart things. I think a lot of it. I think he's just. I just. That's the kind of guy is he's like, we're gonna get it. We're if we want it, we're gonna get it. You know, and it's the complete opposite of what Anthony Lamb brought to the table last year. It was just like fourth, fourth and one, and just or if he did go for it, it was like the weird fake, or like just they weren't prepared. I do like the aggressiveness, like I said, it's just um I guess the goal line one isn't too bad because like we we almost got a safety and you know, sacked him. Right. So I guess that one's more of like, okay, even if we don't get this, we could we could hold we could hold them and get a good field position, which they did, and got led to the touchdown. But you said – interesting. You said you haven't learned anything new, and I learned one thing new. The fourth downs, I knew that was going to happen. The kind of vanilla play calling um, these last three weeks were kind of there. Uh, we made those big plays. Uh, another I, thing that I – I'm going to fight that, though. I feel like
0: the, the vanilla play calling hasn't been too bad, honestly. Hasn't I hasn't
1: been too bad. Uh, like, okay, let me regress. Like, it was um, – Maybe going back to our old ways, not too crazy, though, because the plays that we've been running lately, um, other than the run plays, were pretty decent. Like, I'm just saying, I think it was just this game, honestly. It's just that second down. Like, it just bothered me every second down was a run. It really was. Like, I, if you look back, the whole game guarantee you 90% of the plays on second down were runs. But the thing I did learn was the char- – okay, first of all, the charges are so used to that one tight end guy, you know, Hunter Henry, uh, mm. Antonio Case before him. I, I think – What's our secret weapon? Our tight ends. Um, Stephon, uh, Steph. Um, I know. Steven Anderson. Stephen Anderson had to step in for fullback. Um, he had some good plays. Uh, Donald Parham had a touchdown, and you got Jared Cook. I think we could work to this our, to our advantage. To be honest, like before, we hmm. never really had three solid tight ends. We have some pretty solid tight ends. Anderson's kind of getting in, um, into the fold lately, and Donald Donald Parham. I do not know why we're not using him enough. That dude is so big, 6'8". Um, if we could run a two-tight end um, formation, it could be a, like a deadly um, – that's just another weapon we have. I like I think, that. Yeah, Jared Cook, he's pretty solid. He brings a veteran presence around this team to these young tight ends. And McKinney, too, don't forget about him. I know we haven't seen anything – I've seen. I never even seen him on the making a play or nothing, but that's just another guy that we drafted, and uh, Jared Cook have just Bring down his knowledge to him. He was on the Raiders. He was on the Saints. He was my fantasy like hero when he was on the Saints in the last year um, with the Raiders. Like he like saved my fantasy, so I really have much respect for him. So I think we should move forward with those tight ends. Just just run all the tight ends we got. If 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 uh, Keenan Allen uh, can't get it and Mike Williams is not over the top, check down to those tight ends. Check down to Austin Eckler. I'm a little disappointed in Austin Eckler. Um, just, it's not the the efforts there, dude, he's pound profound. This dude will give you all of it. It's just, I think it's a more, um, Justin Herbert led offense, yes. passing offense. And they're kind of steering away from just, um, to Austin Eckler, which I think we could go back to, and it'll be in our favor. If we go back to a little bit more Austin Eckler on the ground and through the air, cause he could do both. I think he's one of the best at that. I'll put Camaro above him McCaffrey when he's healthy, but he's like top, top three, top four, arguably, uh, to best pass catching back so um yeah i really like this tight end thing like anderson he came in and and uh, gave it all for fullback gabe napers was out he, he also i believe he had that touchdown that screen i like those little tight end screen little fullback screens all those i love the screens and then like i said Don, uh, donald parham chicken parm just gave them one of the meanest stiff arms i've seen as a charger fan um and just he wants he wants a touchdown better than you want to tackle him so I do like these tight end setups, and I think we could move forward. It's a good thing.
0: I actually like that a lot. I like that a lot because it'll it'll change the way that defenses have to really approach the Chargers. We actually have a lot of versatility in the tight end position now that you mentioned it. And yeah, that, this game showed it and highlighted it a lot. Actually, I saw. I think it was a federation that said that the the game ball should have went to the tight ends this game, and that's actually a really good point. Yeah. And the fact that if we come out in two tight end sets with Mike Will and Keenan out there, and maybe it's like a two tight end, two wide receiver and a shotgun and, and Eckler back there so much is to the disposal, because there's going to be matchup problems. uh, When you come out in two tight ends, Uh, typically there's going to be more linebackers on the field. So we're going to get linebacker on tight end matchups and it's going to be a lot more people in the box. So things are going to be really messed up for defenses when they react to things like that. So many things are going to be on the table. So I like that a lot. And maybe that'll open up a lot of things for Herbert as far as what he wants to do. I think one of the underrated things about Herbert's game is his running ability. And we saw it again. Um, He got into the end zone on the running play. Uh, It wasn't him designed to run the ball, but he read the defense perfectly and got in there. And uh, the fact that you just mentioned that 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 got my gears going right now. The tight ends and and imagine now if Herbert gets that acclimated to his game, gets that added to his game, a uh, uh, actual rushing attack. And I don't want him to be able to take like hits like Josh Allen runs the ball or like Lamar. But you know you know what he's a real threat to gain five to six yards if you know the receivers are pushing the the DBs back down the field on a deep ten yard routes, intermediate and long shot plays. There's going to be opportunities here where he's going to be just one on one with a linebacker in midfield, and I just trust him to make the smart play. We've seen him actually lock, knock out a linebacker his first game in the NFL. So, you know what that that really that really might be something to look out for now because we've been on like we've been on top of things as far as getting some predictions right. We just got two right this past week, and what if we see two tight end sets, a lot more designed runs for Herbert, not necessarily for him to you know get hit, like I said, but it'll be in the back of his mind. Now there's something that's unlocked with Joe Lombardi. And I hope that this is one of those things. That's kind of like the bucks last year where like they eventually figured out how to get going. Uh, Mm -hmm. Brady talked about how it was just him figuring out how to move this offense towards the end of the year. And they really started clicking. I think this offense has an opportunity to really, you know, say, Hey, you know, we have so many weapons here. We're just figuring out how to really put it all together correctly. And I think that we're witnessing that process right here. I actually like how you put that down.
1: Yeah. Um, you said it right, and it uh, could be as dangerous as the New England two tight end tack. No one could stop them, and Aaron Hernandez and uh, Gronk. Like, and they had some. They didn't have notable receivers, but they had you know Patriots every last receive good receiver they had was what Randy Moss. Um, can't really think of a good receiver. Last um, elite one, yeah. Elite. I mean, one.
0: They had. I mean, they always had Wes Welker, and they always had. Oh yeah, in. yeah.
1: Those were like slot guys, you know, but. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think we could introduce into the game plan moving forward, and could be just another thing that defense had to prepare for. And like I think it could change the whole outlook of this season. I think honestly that's our secret weapon, and um, those guys. I mean, Anderson. Will I remember he had like a couple big plays last year? Maybe like a thirty yarder screen. That's all I remember him last year. But I know he's on the team. Uh, Donald Parham. I mean, eight of his receptions. I don't know the stat. I think he has like 10 catches and like eight of them are for touchdowns or something crazy like that. Like 90% of his catches are touchdowns and I'm fine with that. And he always breaking tackles too. He's breaking. Ta- that dude is so cute. His neck is so long. He got big arms. He's a big <laughs> dude. Um, Chicken parm, bro. And he has a cool, one of the coolest nicknames in the, in the NFL or definitely on the chargers. And then you got Jared cook. Who's a reliable guy. He'll catch the ball. He will. He's a smart veteran. He'll go down when he needs to, you know, not causing any fumbles or nothing like that. So like, I really do like this offense, tight ends, and all that. Uh, that drive, though, 98 yards was the first time since 2002 you go 98 yards without scoring a touchdown. And It was the Buffalo Bills back in like two, 2002 or something. Like, what was that like 19 years ago? Oh, God. Yeah. 19 years ago. Wow. Um, last time that happened. Uh, but overall, I mean, we got it done. Viscano, man. Or not Viscano. Hopkins. Uh, Hopkins. 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 You know, come into this uh, our, what, third kicker of the year. I don't know if you want to count Michael Badgley. And um, it, it was hanging a little bit to the right. Yeah. I didn't watch it. I did not watch it real time. I had my eyes closed. Selfie mode. TV behind me. Dan C.A. I just watched the replay before this podcast, and it was a little bit to the right. And um, it was good. And, I, I mean, it was it was right there. He didn't miss extra points, so that's what got me nervous. But all in all, man, it was a good game. Philly, man. Their fans were wilding out. I mean, that that fan base is crazy. You know, Philly fans and then Charger fans were representing. I know a couple people went dizzy. All all the you know the super diehard fans went. Um, and honestly, it was a really good game. And I think this is what we needed. We cannot drop three in a row, especially yeah. in this division where you said there's what five five win teams, and then two of them. Well, uh, I think the Ravens just have six. Like the Bengals are falling off. The Raiders lost, but you know, and and the Broncos. Just one, so like now they're back in the mix all of a sudden. Don't get me started with that. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about
0: that in the next podcast. Yeah, you know, in a weekend where like there were so many upsets, like you know the Chargers could have lost this one too, and would have chalked it up to like oh it's just everyone's in the league is losing this week. But it feels good to come away with that win. Um, It's tough though because like we're gonna talk about this later in the other podcast. But with all like the other upsets going on, like the Ravens, the Ravens look really good like the Ravens look like they're probably going to be chalked in for the AFC championship. Like they could have had every excuse in the world to just say, hey, everyone's losing this weekend. But they came back and fought in that one. So, you know, this everything, everything is starting to really heat up. So I'm glad that the Chargers got this victory away. So it makes me feel better to say, hey, you know, we we lost or we won against a good team or not. Not the good team. We won against a team that anyone could win in this league any sunday so it makes me feel a little bit better about coming out with a close victory i mean we we got lucky in this game too that first drive jalen hurts missed a wide open receiver and it was like a bomb uh that i think was the dallas goddard and uh i I give a little bit shout out to the defensive backs i mean because the fact that they were so injured and it wasn't that that bad of a defensive game for them you know it was really more of the he's blown plays these runs up the middle i mean uh, it wasn't miles sanders the other running back i don't even know his name uh, howard boston
1: scar uh john uh jordan howard and game jordan howard yeah
0: it was jordan howard golly 17 carries for 71 yards and then jalen hurts had 10 for 62 and then boston scott had 10 for 40 i mean these guys are just chopping it up so i'm, I'm surprised Devonte smith didn't have a bigger game He it wasn't quiet he went for over 100 yards five for 116 and a touchdown i feel like it was, i feel like he should have cooked it up a lot more based on
1: you know the injuries we had but Yeah, he just good at coming with a victory. Yeah, he got that touchdown. That touchdown, he was reaching. He's a fast little dude. So I have him on fantasy. So like, he scored a touchdown. Like, okay, that's it. I'm cool with the twelve points he got me (laughs) or whatever. I won this. I actually won this week. Shout out to my coworker because well, shout out to uh, his mental for this whole next week because I bought it. I won him in fantasy in my fantasy league. I'm two and six, and I'm three and six. I'm back in the mix now. I'm ready. Um, I, I was doing too much, getting too cute. I've been saying that in my fancy league, and he's also an Eagle fan, so the Chargers beat him. So like, it's coming. I'm gonna wear a different Charger shirt every day of the week, uh, different Charger hat. Uh, I'm just gonna be trolling him for the rest of my life. So shout out to my boy Matt uh, for your mental, because ain't gonna be good this week. Because I'm gonna torment you until um, we. He, he's real aggressive. He probably wouldn't want to fight me. Yeah. Um, I want to get to that point, but no, I'm. He was good. He he's a good sport. Uh, but it's going to be fun. It's, it's fun to brag. Cause I was talking a lot of shit. When I talk a lot of shit, we lose. That's why I don't like to talk a lot of shit. So this is the only time in like the last three years where I was, I was talking mad shit, bro. I was in his face. Every time he came in, I was, I was bad. So it didn't backfire. Um, I only get one of those every three years. So <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to be talking shit anymore for a while, but, um, overall, I mean, I think we could mix it up a little bit. Now that the whole tight end situation, I said, um, and uh, get Austin Eckler back into the in the mix, and I like uh, I love Keenan Allen had nine plus receptions. Mike Will got the big play. Um, should I ask you this? Deshaun Jackson got picked up by the Raiders because of course he did. Yep. OBJ Chargers. OBJ said his
0: preferred destination is the Seahawks, and I and I I was like that's a good place to land. Like a like, the Seahawks need something to spark them. Their offense, even Russell Wilson was there, like they fell off a little bit towards um, the last few games that he was playing in. So I think OBJ going to the Seahawks, getting reinforcements with Russell Wilson back this week, and I mean that triple threat on the wide receiving core, I think it's gonna be scary. It-
1: yeah, because Chris Carson is just—it looks like he's not coming back. There's so much different reports with his neck injury. It's like this really particular neck injury he got. I think you're the one who sent me that TikTok about like the that football doctor. He like, explains to what the injuries. I don't know if it was you or not, but uh-huh. like, doesn't look too good for Chris Carson. I thought it was but, funny how uh, Dan Campbell, he
0: was asked today, he was like, are are you gonna... Gonna... <laughs> he saw that, he was like, are you going to pick up OBJ? He goes, no. He's said, uh like... no. But, like, he's 0-8. And, and I just wondered, like, what other, other teams that are obviously doing better than the well, Lions? Goes, thinking.
1: So, yeah, they're it's on waivers, and he goes to the worst teams are the best. And I know there's only, like, eight teams that are able to afford them. But they restructure his contract. I think it's seven point two million now instead of eight. So like, let's see where he lands. I think the best one, best place, will be with the Saints. Uh, yeah, Did Saints oh. and get Philip in there.
0: Oh my god. <laughs>
1: um, um, Daddy, I mean, uh, uh Daddy, yeah, I mean, Daddy, uh, Daddy I that, mean, was, that was good. I just watched like six videos. <laughs> of that trend. But honestly, all in all, good victory. Um, definitely want to try to go to a weight game pretty soon. That that should look wild. My shout out to Dizzy. He uh he went and it looks pretty crazy. Oh, Dizzy uh, went to the Eagles game. Yeah, Dizzy went to the game and like oh, uh, nice. there's a bunch of Chargers fans there. So uh, I'm happy to see the Chargers win. I know we all are. Victory Monday is always good. Um, oh, what was weird was Staley said
0: like I'll see you Wednesday. What is that? Did you see that?
1: Uh.
0: Uh-uh. After the game, after he get the game ball, he was like, uh, I'll see you guys Wednesday. So I don't know if the guys have a long weekend, but. But the
1: Vikings coming, man. We got the Vikings. Yeah. Let's move right on to it. Shout out to Charger Union started up the beef. So much beef that the Chargers PR <laughs> Twitter team posted about him. And uh when you get the team to post memes that you're posting, you know you're doing something right. It's Justin Jefferson versus Justin Herbert, the rightful rookie of the year to the Vikings rookie of the year, whatever. Ball he balled out though last year. He's he Broke a lot of records. Justin Herbert broke more. So I'm really Tamar Chase
0: might break Justin Jefferson's records. I know,
1: that'll be some funny shit to some Viking fans. And like honestly, I like all these new rivalries coming in. Like uh the uh the Ravens and Titans. That's kind of like a new age rivalry last mm, year. Yeah. I think yeah. this is the new one right here. Chargers and Vikings, the, the Vikings Twitter was going crazy about Justin Herbert. And like, even like Raider fans were like, Yeah, Justin Herbert's a dog. And like, even Chargers fans, were like, Yeah, Justin Jefferson's good, but he's not Justin Herbert. Like, what the fuck? So, like, the, this little like rivalry we got going on it's actually pretty cool to see yes. on Twitter during the time it was a um, quarantine when the, the schedule got released. And there was shit flying all over the Twitter sphere. And I know we could probably pop some. Uh, Find some uh, shout out, to, like I said, Charger Union. That dude just stirs it up. He is the the spoon into the cordron, cauldron, <laughs> of shit. And honestly, this is gonna be a good game. Honestly, I mean the the Vikings, man, their whole season. I feel like they're Charger fans. Every dude, single yes. every single game goes down to the wire, and then not in their favor. If they do, it's it's like barely. Like so, I feel like Vikings and Charger fans have a lot in common. So like, what's up? We 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 got something mutual now, so like, it's. I feel like this game's gonna go down to the goddamn wire. I can't even. I don't know where to begin. Offense against offense. Um, I think it's gonna be a shootout. Yeah, I think so
0: too. And I was just, I was just gonna put this up for you real quick. This is a chart Chargers Union right here. At <laughs> he last, it's
1: is. Vikings week. There he is. <laughs> so those are the Viking accounts. Uh, i don't know their name i wish I'd, i i'm sorry i'm throwing I'm a blank but charlie union is back there and then the keenan allen one i think that's another account so yeah it's about to go down in this bitch and i am real excited to see just that shit The shit talk should have been started already i'm pretty sure they're going to be start getting started already um yeah i love this shit man new rivalry honestly what scares me about
0: the Vikings, man, is they are just they taste victory every single game. And, you know, like you said, they're the new age Chargers right now. They're going to feel like they're going to have a chance to win this game. They're going to try and call on the energy last time they were down here when they took over Dignity Health Stadium. And uh, they're going to they're going to want to win because they're fighting for their playoff lives right now. And so the fact that they feel like they know how to win right now um, not know how to win they've been coming so close i'm very scared for the like what energy they're going to throw out here very scared for whatever dbs are going to be out there we've been beat up michael davis asante saman jr without them i see justin jefferson just killing us in the secondary so i mean we're gonna have to have some really good safety play over the top talking Nazir Adderley, talking derwin james because if you look at this game right here against the uh, baltimore the way that Baltimore loves to blitz. And you said it too, in the preview that they're going to have opportunities for big shot plays that Justin Jefferson had over, I think it was a 50 yard touchdown bomb uh, reception. And the Chargers are not a blitzing team, but they're going to, they love to keep things in front of them. That's going to work in their favor, but without these cornerbacks, I mean, I just feel like Kirk cousins who's been a very accurate quarterback this year is going to have a lot of intermediate throws to just work with. Like, him, Thielen, and then Dalvin Cook too. So you know, Chargers have had their their struggles with running backs, and the Vikings have been kind of weird because they've been wanting to pass the ball a lot more than they run the ball. And I feel like when they run the ball, they're a much better team. So we'll see what what game plan they come out with. But I feel like everything's at the disposal right now. The Chargers are kind of you know they're a defense that's 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 hiding you know that's masked by this offense that they have.
1: Yeah, um, we actually lost another player. Tory's ACL. Um, the guy we got from the Buccaneers, Ronnie Smith. I yeah. think his name is Ronnie Smith. He tore his ACL out for the season. So that's just another guy down. Asante Samuels in concussion protocol. Um, I learned a new uh, player for the Chargers, Mark Webb. Um, He's a corner that plays for us, number 20, I, if I'm not mistaken. Um, we're going to be hearing guys like that um, yeah. stepping in. And this is, like you said, a passing offense, which they got the weapons for, but they also got Dalvin Cook, who, in my opinion, healthy-wise runner backs, he's probably top five. Even yeah, with has to be. Mike McCaffrey and Barkley and he's probably still top five dude is a dog Alexander Madison shout out to my boy um he also is a dog too so this is gonna be a super big challenge for uh, the front seven and Bosa got to uh actually Jalen Hurst a couple times so happy to see that finally got some sacks uh I think he got one and a half for it I know he at least got one but just tackles for loss he's just been in the mix every single game and I love to see that and I think we're just gonna have to get to Kirk Cousins if this was a primetime game I would for sure say the Chargers got a lock to win um, a lock to win, <laughs> uh, but it, I think it's a, uh, it's not a primetime game. Unfortunately uh, the commissioner didn't want to do Kirk cousins like that. They can only give them so much primetime games. Right. Uh, but uh, I really think this Chargers team have a chance to win defensively. And like I said, they're going to have to come up big and I think it's going to be an offensive uh, shootout with Eckler Justin Herbert, dude, 6'6", and he could run, like you said. His running game is – it's going to be like Josh Allen, like super underrated. Like he could – his first touchdown in the league was a running touchdown, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, you're right. Um, Yeah, and he got hit late after that, and then later he ran out of bounds and knocked out a, a Chiefs linebacker. So, like, dudes cannot – this dude is huge. He's he's big. Like he's six inches taller than me. So, like, um, well, I'm 5'11", three quarters. Uh, but just, you know, just round that up top of the six you know if you have five in your height and no one talking to you um expose myself pause rewind cut that out uh but yeah honestly i think it'll be a good game and um uh, i have a score in mine uh well, so far the vikings
0: last i mean last week not even last week just yesterday when it was 17 to 3 at one point against the yeah. ravens and they got off, they got off early. They, they score on almost every single first drive. So that's, that's the thing that the chargers have to match and the chargers kind of score early on too, but then they fall off and the Vikings, they're kind of like that too, but they put the foot on the gas. They scored a bunch. They just could not stop Lamar towards the end. But what really turned things on for the Ravens was when Lamar started running the ball, they were actually trying to pass it and keep it, you know, uh, keep his pocket presence, but then they needed, they needed something different. And they opened up the second half a lot more with his, his legs and, uh, you know, we just talked about it, Herbert. If he gets in the pocket and he's struggling, fuck it. Give him some of these running plays that he had. You know, open it up like that. Let him loose like that as well. You Let's want like use design it. running plays for him? Not design running plays, but when the thing is break down, uh, I would love to see him take those five, five six yard uh, scrambles. And I definitely think he has it in him. You know, and I think that might be a game changer for the, against this Vikings team that. <laughs> Even though they lost to Neil Hunter, they seem to really close the close the pocket efficiently against the Ravens and and really uh, held their own until things got into a shootout. But that's one thing the Chargers have to be careful for. You know, if if the, it looks like the Vikings are locking it up early, you know you got to change it up, get the running game going with Herbert. I really think that's going to be a key because honestly, the running game for, with Eckler hasn't been consistent.
1: Yeah, uh, we got to get it going. If it's Joshua Kelly, uh, Justin Jefferson, Roundtree. Eckler, uh get whoever's in the hand. Um, just I, I think Eckler should get involved a little bit more and through the air and on the ground. Dude's pound profound. That's his nickname. Pound profound. If you follow him on Instagram, all during quarantine was he was doing workout challenges. Uh he was like doing push-up with his girlfriend on his back, reading a book. Like this dude is one of the strongest dudes in the NFL. And I, he's very capable of being at every down back, and very capable of even catching in the backfield. So I think that's the key. The tight ends, like I said, I'm telling you, these tight ends. Right. Got, I think that'd be
0: key too as well. It's
1: going to be super key. And you know what? I like how you said Herbert needs to scramble. I think they maybe should get some design runs and really throw off the Vikings because he only runs when he needs to. He's not a run first guy. Uh, so I think if we get some run designs in him, he could get some touchdowns. He he yeah. has a lot. Of, he has like three or four rushing touchdowns this season. So I think that'll throw a curveball it's just stopping Justin Jefferson and i feeling the big play. Um, Kirk Cousins is going to have to get pressured in and, and have him make mistakes. Yes.
0: That's one thing because like the, the Vikings like coming out on these three wide receiver sets and um, they're tied in and then Dalvin cook in the backfield. We got to get jo- Joey Bosa like on these stunt plays. I think that just, we got lucky on one of them where uh, he was, they, I think the Eagles just lost him and he lined up on the left side when they were expecting him on the right. And he got just, right in Jalen Hurts' face immediately. Um, maybe get get lucky a little bit like that. Rotate around because, yeah, this Vikings team, they're going to be aiming at this weak secondary that's injured, and so they're going to come out aggressive, but I have more opportunities there for matchup opportunities for Joey Bosa to get in the backfield. We need more of that. We need more of that. And so, uh, man, I'm just waiting for something to explode on this defense, man, because I, I, I've been waiting for Brandon Staley to give me something, man, something,
1: you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, the something he gave me were uh... – was those tight ends. and I think we need to utilize them. I can't stress that enough. I think that's really the key to do it. Um, This defense is a little better up, but they're still pretty good. I mean, they held Lamar Jackson to three points, like you said, but then they just lost all control. And Lamar Jackson, I didn't even know there was a stigma on Lamar Jackson not coming back on games. I was like, I don't really there remember was. that. Yeah, there I was. I don't really remember that much. I just know he couldn't throw. Um but, yeah, that, that's a race. It was barely in my mind to begin with. People just tried to remind me. He's like, oh, he can't come back. I'm like, well, he came back like four times this year alone. So, I think that's <laughs> that's over. Rashawn Bayman's looking nice. Uh, Yeah, dude is like a first-down machine. I think like 10 of his 11 career catches are all like for first downs or something like that. Um, Keenan Allen-like-esque. So, I really like that about Rashawn Bayman. I have him on fantasy, and I know you have him on your team. I have him on my team in another league. Um, I held on to him. Oh, he was on my IR, IR the whole year. I was like, it's gonna be worth it. And honestly, he's coming coming in clutch right now, except for an OBJ and Tyler Lockett. So, um, he's been coming in clutch, like Rashawn Bateman. Um, uh, real excited to see this game. I got my prediction, my score prediction, and I got a bold prediction as well.
0: Oh man, Minnesota's number one in sacking teams right now, dude. I mean, Herbert didn't get sacked once. We're gonna need to. That's the key. Um, I'm expecting. Uh man. Every time I expect like the coaches to come out and really do something they don't. You know, I don't want to say that. And uh goddamn. The one thing about the Vikings though that's been consistent is they explode at the last second, dude. Yeah, how many how many plays, how many I mean how many games? I think it's 5. Actually no, more than 5 have been decided by the last play uh Overtime. this season.
1: I think every game has been decided besides uh, no, overtime with the Patriots. Who else? Are the I mean the Panthers. The f- every game, every game with theirs, has been decided by the last play. I think every single game besides one. I think it was the Lions, or something like that. But yeah, like they melt down hard. So that could work in our favor. Yeah, I think it will work in our
0: favor. I don't, I don't, I don't know how I could take the under in this game. I'm going to say the over. Um, I think it's going to be high scoring. I'm going to say the Chargers need to really put it on. It got to get on early. I'm going to say 35 to
1: 33. Oh, was really close to mine. I have written down here. I have 35, 34 to 31 mm. uh, is my score. Another field goal game. Um, I don't like saying that. I don't like when it comes down to the field goal, but I think we're going to have 34, and then they're going to have like 20, which is what makes it 25, and then they're just going to score. It's not going to come down to the field goal. We're going to have the lead, and that's going to be a garbage time touchdown. Not enough to win. For them. And I'm going to say that, uh, let's see. I think there's going to be a lot of passing going around. I'll say Nazir gets one pick. Oh, I like that.
0: I definitely see a lot of throwing going around. Oh,
1: man. And we win the turnover battle.
0: I'm going to say, you know, I'm going to take one from your playbook. Oh, nice. No,
1: that's, that's, yeah.
0: I'm going to go. Two touchdowns to two tight ends. One to Parham, one to Jared Cook. You want that those exactly? Sure. Parham or par... Oh boy. It All is right. not it is not gonna be good. What? This weekend, man, it's gonna be another stress-inducing. Dude, let's take a look at the the rest of the charger schedule. Cause if you think about it, like yeah. we were thinking this is gonna be the uh the, what's it called the easier part of the schedule but suddenly these teams are looking a lot better so well why how come the charger schedule is not popping up for me oh yeah there we go so we got the vikings then suddenly the team that looks really good the okay. steelers come to town i mean that's gonna be sunday night and goddamn, yeah. tj watt gotta take care of the ball then the broncos who have just who just sacrificed von miller and now they're good again then we're going to Cincinnati. <laughs> then the Giants, who just beat the Raiders. The Chiefs, Texans will be a gimme. Broncos and Raiders again. Golly. Uh, it is last not easy.
1: Four, three of the four games in the week is divisional. Damn. NFL always sets it up for us that the last games decide the division. Every Man, team. Every team's would, like that. Yeah. Chiefs, Texans, Broncos, Raiders, the last four games. Oh, that's the ones I'm looking at right now. Man. Raiders in Vegas. Whew, that's damn that's tough. I can't wait for those. Those are gonna be fun. Hopefully, we're there. Fuck the bullshit. Hopefully we're there. <laughs> Honestly. But um there you guys have it. I mean, charge up charge a podcast, bro. Um, if you guys want to be featured on this podcast, literally slide in our DMs. Our header on Twitter is says slide in our DMs. Um, I wanted to do a raffle at a thousand. We're at 782. Uh, if we could get to a thousand, we could probably do something cool, a cool raffle or something, right? Yeah. We we have some charger memorabilia, right uh laying around here. Maybe I could get our girl Jen Mills or Dizzy to get some autographs for us. Um, because Jen got it like that. Uh but there you guys have it. <laughs> she, she got it like she, she got it like that. She got Sean Merriman's two thousand seven. That, like that was really water. cool. That was that really was cool. Yeah. Jen's the best. Shout out to Jen Mills. If you're a Charger fan and you don't follow her on Twitter, you're doing something wrong. She, she. If you need a ticket, she will find you a ticket. If you need, you want a raffle? She, she'll put you in the raffle. If you want some free shit she got left over, she'll give you some free shit. I have, <laughs> I have like t-shirts from her. Like she gave, she's like, I have this t-shirt you want? It? I was like, yeah, sure. Like mill Mills got my address. Like she got every Charger. I know, address. right? Yeah. Shout out does. to Jen. She's honestly the queen of Charger social media. Uh, nothing goes through Charger Twitter without going through her. I think
0: so. the whole Chargers fans would die for Jen. Like, oh, yeah. We would, she could tell us to, like, I don't know what she could
1: tell us. She could tell us to attack the president. I think we would. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about all that. We could get canceled for that. But we would definitely, uh, you know, climb mountains for her. She's really, uh, she's really that guy or that girl she's really that girl <laughs> okay. uh so shout out uh, shout out to her go ahead and follow jen mills if you're not already uh she's doing actually a raffle victory money uh victory monday raffle uh donald parham jersey so hey um uh, i just like retweeting it like if i ever win i i don't know i feel like we're in that level of just like we're podcasters we don't you know right we'll to get the fans we're we're not saying we're above you guys, just saying we're podcasters. If we ever do win, I'll probably just raffle it off to someone again. But uh yeah, like I said, shout out to Jen Mills. Shout out to all your charger fans that show up to the watch party, chicken chicken wings. We had a good time. All the charger fans that go to the watch parties come out of state. Uh, we we some real fans. You see this cowboys stadium with no cowboy fans, you see the Rams stadium with no Rams fans. Like, I'm so glad no one's talking about the Chargers not having fans. A lot of Bronco like, fans at the Cowboys Stadium. Yeah, that was weird. I mean, Bronco, well. I mean, it's a little up north from Texas, not too much, but I don't know. That, that was a little weird, but I'm glad the stigma is kind of gone with us uh, not having fans because we got some fans. We travel good. So uh, there you guys have it. Tough underscore Chargers for old Charger content. Tough underscore uh, podcast for all football content, tough underscore fantasy for all fantasy content. And Lucas, where can we find you on social media? You yeah, find
0: me on Twitter at SugarfreeLucas. Lucas. And like David said earlier, if you want to be on the podcast, go ahead and slide in our DMs. Cause we always love talking to fans. And if it weren't for no fans, it wouldn't be no sports.
1: And uh, go ahead. And if you feeling stressed out school work, I know it's the last semester. You want to try to graduate. You need some stress relief. Pranoia CBD on Instagram. Use keyword tough for 25% off. T, uh, thc free all cbd go ahead and follow them on instagram they have a lot of cool shit they make like i said a lot of cool recipes and a lot of creative like exercises like if you have like hip problems they're like oh this is to stretch <laughs> i learned a lot from them i'll be doing some exercises they'll be doing like you got some back pain just you know do this will make you help rub some of this on it, and you're good to go follow me sports good david on all social media outlets instagram t- twitter and tiktok all that good stuff everyone out there all you charter fans listening Bolts up. We'll see you at the tailgate uh, versus the Vikings, and it's a, it's a civil war. we going at it. Oh, yeah. um, pick your side. Um, Justin Herbert versus Justin Jefferson. Uh, we'll see you guys there. We are out.